delay so i'm like oh shit are we live and like i just don't know how to start it um we're back loose cannon is back it's um i'm pretty sure it actually has a delay too because i just saw it i saw my like mid speech there either way uh holla you might notice that uh guardian is also missing his spot is still there it's because yeah. his computer updated and some uh, audio issues are happening now. So we're just going to try to hope he fixes it. I'm going to keep an eye on the chat down here on my phone. Uh, hopefully he can join us because, I mean, he knows a lot about Ahamkara as well. And that's what we're we're talking about this week. We're talking about Ahamkara, Riven, the last Ahamkara. Uh, you know, good stuff, good stuff. Who wants to start it? Like... Tell us a little bit. Well, I want to just correct something. The last known Ahamkara, just yeah. to be, you know... Pretentious? No, no, just to be accurate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like a, a, a month Offering. ago, a month ago, we didn't know that there were any Ahamkara left. We, you know, there, it was everybody's... I know there were, there were hints, but there were, it was everybody's understanding that the Ahamkara had been wiped out. Yeah. And now we discover that there's actually been quite a few Ahamkara in the reef since the Ahamkara hunt. Yeah. 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 Well, since the Ahamkara, the great hunt? Well, yes. I think so. I mean, the, um, which, was it Ao who told the warlocks that, I know maybe we're jumping ahead here, but Ao told the warlocks, actually maybe that was pre Ahamkara. That's what I mean. It kind of sounds like, Mm. like how much how much of it is pre? Like I know, uh, so so like the earliest instance, or at least the self proclaimed earliest instance of Ahamkara comes from um, Aldrin finding the Ahamkara that chose the name Riven and bringing Mm -hmm. it back to the reef. Uh, That was like immediately after the Awoken uh, reemerged into the system. And uh, Mara needed a power, a new power, something that made her stand out. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, so I, yeah. I guess in my in my head, I was thinking that the the order of events was, you know, Uldren found Riven. There were several Ahamkara that came to the reef. The Great Ahamkara hunt began. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I guess I don't I can't think of why I thought this. Maybe maybe it was just a, a misconception. Then post Ahamkara hunt, Ao was still around, mm-hmm. and he told a bunch of warlocks about the reef. But actually, that I, I yeah. Well, so maybe, but I, I I don't know why I thought that. Now that I think about it. So let's let's kind of explain. I'm I'm sure everyone has some vague understanding of what Namkara is, but Namkara is essentially a dragon. Um, that seems to be one of their most popular uh, forms. I say one of their most popular forms because the Ahamkara can kind of shapeshift at will. They can become what they want. They can become what you expect to see of them. They can become what you don't expect to see of them. And uh, as such, they can also grant wishes. So if you wished for them to be a penguin, I'm sure they could just become a penguin. Um, it's a pretty dumb wish, though. Uh, God, what was I about to say? Could they be they, a luck dragon? Huh? Could they also be a luck dragon? I mean, they don't sound that lucky. 
What was it? What was the Amkara from like the? Uh, what was what was the Amkara from the uh, Garden of Acelia? Uh, Avarim, was it? But was that the Basilisk? The the what? <laughs> the Basilisk. The Basilisk. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. Uh, either way, so Ahamkara were found by the reef, essentially as proclaimed by um, Shuro Chi, one of the queen's techians. The Ahamkara were first found by the reef and then later found by guardians. Uh, Riven was found, I'm assuming, on Venus because they kind of comment about how Riven left Venus and it was like, oh, there's so much, so much to feast on here. Why would I hang out on Venus? And so, like, remember back in D1, when everyone saw the um, the batadactyls flying in the mm-hmm. Venus skybox, yeah. we're like, "Oh my god, those are Amkara!" And then that's such a great like, no, no, no. drive too. And the that what? opened up my eyes to what they were really because I, I I had the same thought when I was playing yeah. at first. I was like, "Oh look, oh, Amkara! Those yeah. have to be Amkara." Yeah. What and else? And they did they the ride and drive, and we were like, "Oh, they're yeah. just batadactyls." Yeah, just batadactyls. <laughs> just batadactyls. Yeah. I mean, like, but. They could be Ahamkara. They could have just gotten sure. smart and they just like took this form mm-hmm. and they just like tell people like, nah, I'm a batadactyl. I'm not an Ahamkara. And For I was all like, oh, we know, okay. those little weird frog toad things could be Ahamkara mm-hmm. that are found on Nessus. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if the shapeshifters, anything could be, it's like, oh, there's a lump. Wait, it's an Ahamkara. Baxter's like, an Ahamkara. I wonder if they could become material what do items. you mean? Like can, can they become material items? Like, could they become inanimate things, or are they are they strictly know. strictly I, uh, stuck to like biological? There's no there is no instance that I've read where they are right yeah. inanimate yeah. objects, and that's kind of just, just like the black swan, stupid. you know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist until it does exist. Yeah, so but I think that that the, the shape shifting is really interesting because it it almost you know so. To an extent, one of the things that it's one of the things that Ahamkara do. Yes, they 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 they're, they're wish dragons. Yeah. But they try and reconcile this difference between how the world is and how we would like the world to be, and that right. to them is is like that's that's kind of what they feed on. Mm-hmm. And I think a really good example of um, that, that kind of explains why Ahamkara. So that there's this story about. Let me just get his name right. Um, Savin. Okay. Yeah. Savin. Yeah. So Savin is a. It, well, I don't know what what, it, what 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 his status is right now, but Savin used to be awoken. Well, hmm. he's still awoken. But he used he, he was he, uh, he was a um I'm assuming if he became a guardian he must have been the earthborn awoken um yeah. just to just to kind of clarify some terminology the awoken uh, were created in the collapse and they were in the this like segregated like universe called the um distributary and then Mara led a group of awoken away from the distributary and it became distributary awoken and reef awoken. And then after they became the Reef Awoken, they divided again, and they became Reefborn and Earthborn. Even if they weren't 
physically born on Earth. Even if they were born in the distributary, they're considered Earth-born because they they consider the Earth their home instead of the reef. So, mm. go on. Because yep. it's when they were separated? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. title was given the to new, them on the The new the lineage departure. took over, and that's yeah. when the, the branch of the tree split off. Yeah. And so uh, Savin, I'm assuming if he became a guardian, because he was he was, if he he's an awoken guardian, I'm assuming he must have been Earthborn. Yeah, but he could be similar to Zavala. You know, when we see the cutscene of, of mm-hmm. Zavala, he wakes up in a crashed ship. That's the point mm-hmm. that he's resurrected. Mm-hmm. At this point, I guess Savin and Zavala, while they may be awoken and have the same um, kind of latent abilities that awoken have. He has none of the the history, the not none of the recollection of the 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 past that, mm-hmm. that led him to that point. Okay, so, but here, here, wait, before you go there, mm-hmm. wasn't the wasn't the bargain with the Ahamkara after the collapse? So, like for instance, if you're thinking about Zavala and mm-hmm. and all the other characters that we know now have made a bargain, mm-hmm. um, that so we know that the Ahamkara happened after the collapse. Yeah, but so did the Awoken. The, the Awoken happened. All Awoken were created, kind of at the the, the at Awoken the didn't of, exist until right. the collapse happened. Mm-hmm. And so, if we're talking about Awoken, that has to be post collapse. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. So aren't so, they synonymous with one another? Like as far as not like synonymous, but aren't they like parallel with one another's story? Well, Zavala is awoken, so he must have been born in the dis- uh, uh, He must have been awoken in the distributary. Yeah, he was resident. Means- yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he left. So, he left with Mara, left and then Mara. he either became an, an Earthborn awoken. He decided, okay, Mara, I'm going back to Earth to save them, or mm-hmm. perhaps he had a crash, like he got shot out of the mm-hmm. sky by something, and he just crashed on Earth, and then was yeah. resurrected. That's what I mean. It kind of it seems more difficult for a reefborn awoken to become a guardian because Definitely. they wouldn't they wouldn't want the light there they wouldn't want ghosts there they're they're right. they well, have they their own plan going. yeah they got their own place and a good thing going why would they want to leave well they had a good thing going yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true. at the moment but, but but the point that i was going to make when i when i talked about um Safin is that he is captured by Uldren shortly after being risen by a ghost and yeah. taken to the reef. Mm. And what is interesting, it's in the, the entry uh, sign. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, uh, the, the, so Riven responds to Savin's arrival in the reef. And Riven it says here... being Mara's Ahamkara. Exactly, yeah. So it says... Say that three times fast. <laughs> Most of all, though, the queen was curious about the reaction of her Ahamkara, which had begun to salivate and to assume a form more like the guardian expected, monstrous and befanged. Oh, okay, I see what you're getting at. So it's it's kind of, in a sense, the you know Ahamkara even in even in reef law, the Ahamkara are devious. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah. The the form of a dragon that that we that we that we refer to them as seems to be very guardians expect that. Yeah. And it actually it actually reminds me of the um, you know we talked about that um, law entry 
um, what was it? The Ulantan one, um, thousand. Oh, thousand. um, the thousand wings. Was that a thousand wings? Yeah, the the ship from the um, the spindle or the whisper. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to find the, the quote. This, that and really bothers me. That like <laughs> extremely bothers me that we have Zol the Will of Thousand, the Thousand Wings, mm. and now we have Riven of a Thousand Voices and the Thousand Voices, or mm-hmm. One Thousand Voices, like in a way of a thousand cuts. Yeah, in a way of a thousand cuts. Clearly, something is going on here. I'm an Ahamkara. <laughs> Perhaps. So am I. I made I just, a I just didn't know. I just didn't now know, I'm guys. Stuck I'm in sorry. The subclass. Yeah. Equally though, that is the best subclass. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, so, good. so the, the the first subclass that I unlocked was the Night Stalker one. Same. Disappointing. Is, it's, it's, yeah. It's good. Well, but I mean, it's disappointing it's, it's comparatively. Good for Gambit. <laughs> it's good. It's good for going stealthily and killing killing people without them realizing. I, I have but, to I have to complain about this though because now that mm-hmm. we're on this topic I know it's it's immediately deviating <laughs> from freaking Amkara um, but I almost had an overkill monger which is kill eighty enemies without dying do you know how fucking wow. hard that is that is that is not easy that means you have to go three rounds because you're fighting your team to get kills I had seventy seven <laughs> kills no deaths I pop my freaking spectral blades and I go attacking a knight. Swipe, swipe, I phase through him. He turns around and kills me. Kills you. Yeah. Uh, wow. That's the worst. That's they gotta fix that. I'm never using, I'm never using that subclass again. Yeah, it just the hit, ruined the hit it. detection is kind of similar to, I know somebody posted on Twitter that it's a bit like how... Year Ox 3 Blade Dancer? Blade Dancer, sorry. Yeah. Um, What'd you call yeah. it? I said Ox Strider, but I mean, oh. you know, it's... I heard Ahamkara Strider, and I was like... Oh, yeah. It's the new subclass, Ahamkara yeah. Strider. Ahamkara that would be awesome. You summon an Ahamkara. You just go yeah. fucking messing with people. See, I brought it back. Um, <laughs> but so that's actually a really interesting point. So maybe the dragon comes from Guardians because actually that's not even the earliest instance of Ahamkara that we, we understand. Mm. It, I don't know how canon it is, but in Cade's journal talking about the Golden Age, everyone fled to Venus because there were these reptilian creatures, which makes them sound much smaller. It makes them almost sound like... Yeah, like they were babies. Yeah, no bigger than like a Komodo dragon, I'd say. And I wouldn't say that they're babies. I'd just say that they're they're assuming a form that's smaller. And hey, can, I, can I tell you a story real quick? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, of course. It's okay. All right. So Destiny 1, when the beta happened and we were playing for the very first time, I remember sitting down, starting up Destiny 1 for the very first time, and my son, who was probably uh, nine at the time, was well, like four years ago. So, yeah, like nine at the time. Mm-hmm. And he looks up at the Traveler and he goes, Dad, what's that? I said, I don't know. It's the traveler. <laughs> and he goes, mm-hmm. it looks like an egg. I was like, yeah, it does. It does, buddy. It looks just like an egg. He goes, well, whatever hatched from that egg is going to be really mad when it comes back. And I was like, what mm-hmm. did you just say? Oh, and then, so yeah. he just like was had this whole idea that the egg was a, it, that traveler was an egg and that the tra- that it was a dragon somewhere. He's like, are you going to find the dragon now? <laughs> The the mama dragons coming to look for the tra- the traveler yeah. that we stole. Yeah. I mean, I guess that there is there. The, I the, 
it's like such a a loose theory but like it can't really be disproven because like kind of the traveler grants wishes too so i mean kind of kind of but no i guess that but the the, the traveler is less like a genie yeah more i mean what is the traveler like well, like know. everybody talks of the traveler, you hear it. You hear it so many different ways. He's a singular entity. He's almost like a person, and then she. you hear him. She is is a person, god. and then you hear it as like a god, and then you hear it as like many things, and then you mm-hmm. hear it as split entities um, divided amongst all the ghosts that inhabit our 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 solar system, yeah. and then you hear it as a collection of all the light that's gathered around that has now fragmented across the solar system. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I mean, it can be whatever it wants to be, but it's just, you you just have to play with what you've got. Yeah. But so the Ahamkara, if they're born from the the time that the collapse was over and then, you know. Well, they were, they were here before the collapse. They were here in the golden age. And that's, right. that's kind of my, or they were here in the golden age. And that's kind of my point. They were, they were seen as this reptilian creature that had like an interesting protein. So like everyone wanted them, it had limitless possibilities and it kind of feels like golden age humanity didn't understand that the Ahamkara, it, it almost feels like the Ahamkara were like vaguely granting wishes through the protein that it had limitless possibilities because um well to talk about like some of the um card to jump ahead a little bit like it seems like they they want to be killed they want to be used because by killing you fulfill a pact and so if the Amkara present themselves as these reptilian things with a with a protein that it has limitless possibilities grants this wish people are killing them amkara are creating this pact because they're kind of they're kind of parasites and that's actually what they were called actually uh parasitic reptiles i think it was to Mm. be completely accurate um but so then does mara not remember that or was that a secret that the government hid because mara's mara remembers the golden age so like Mm -hmm. There's a few possibilities to go on there. Or maybe it just got dropped as a, a canon fact. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's mentioned in... in it's kind of just mentioned in passing in the... in Cade's notebook. And... Yeah, I don't know how much of any, any of the stuff from that is, is actually canon, which is a shame because there's some really interesting stuff in there. And so then we have Golden Age... They were seen as reptilians. They don't sound too big. We have guardians who see them as um, befanged, very dragon, draconic. Is that the mm-hmm. adjective? Um, and then there's also the uh, awoken. They expected nothing of them, so they came as they were. Mm-hmm. Which means, like, what the hell are they then? Like, at the end of the story, we fight the voice of Riven, which is. Uh, defined as a chimera is that what it actually is a bitching chimera what <laughs> i don't know i don't know what just happened a chimera a chimero is oh. that a car yeah that's a car yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't so think we fought a chimero it was yeah. a bitching chimera it's it's in the in the like mission text on the side there it's like 
to s- defeat the chimera. But mm-hmm. this chimera spoke Obera mine or mm-hmm. O brother mine. It appeared as Mara until it was already too late to get away when it revealed its true form. And it, it, it was like summoned. It needed the light and the dark to be summoned. It's, Mm-hmm. It, just, it doesn't rub me the right way. A part of me feels like, is that... Part of the bargain? Trading some of your light? No, like, is that Riven tricking us? Is, like... Yeah. Well, we have Riven. that form in another way as oh. well. Oh, okay. Oh, there wow. he is. Dude, look at who's okay. here. Yeah. Audacity is recording, but Discord won't work, so I'm doing it on mobile and computer, so it's working out. <laughs> wow. But so we have in one of the missions, we have the same exact entity show up again. So that can't be just Riven. But it, it's not called well, the voice of Riven that time. And that time it, it really just looked like a weird servitor. But what was right. it called that time again? I forgot. It has a different It was name. the greed of Aziva Wrath. Mm. Yeah, exactly. It was it was, is... an, it was a different entity. But it kinda of, both of them like if if anyone wants to make the argument that the voice of Riven was just a servitor with details added on, I would agree. But this one was like actually a servitor, and that's that's why it it feels different to me. Well, it still had that weird mouth. Mm, it did. That's true. He was. I remember the... because that's how you get a critical hit. He's the angry anus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But is that but, no, but like, think, is that to say that's how the Ahamkara is meant to be? Maybe I would say no, because Riven's still locked up inside, and so we don't see anything except yeah. illusions from her. Because she's not, she, like, she's not like but acting as illusion? Mara. She's showing illusion of Mara. So yeah, I think the voice of Riven is an illusion, and that's 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 essentially what I'm saying. I just didn't have the words for it. Was that an illusion of Riven? Like that was its true form. Because then when we fight Riven in the raid, it's kind of got, like, tentacle things as well. Or maybe that's, like, maybe that's, like, the larva form of Riven. Like, that's the uh, adolescent form. And then, like, a full maturity Riven is what we actually see in the raid. Hmm. Uh, I think it could either be, like, that's the illusion of what Aldrin would probably fear the most. Hmm. Like maybe something because that's kind of what the Ahamkar do is they appear to you how you want to be seen so or how they want to be seen how they, so he appeared as Mara to yeah. trick him there yeah and then she would, would turn he, the illusion why would he need evil. to why would he need to scare him I mean he was like think about that though like if he's if Riven's right there about to consume uh, well less Aldrin. less to scare him more I think to efficiently kill him you know because yeah, like, that's, that's a that's a formidable. To efficiently kill him, Riven or the voice of Riven could have just appeared as Petrovenge and shot him in the head. Well, I mean, to eat like him. The, well, okay, to, to eat him, I, I feel as though there's more to it than just... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, is maybe I his don't... emotional but response it was... had to feed him somehow, or his fear was feeding him, or something, maybe. something, something mm. in there. I don't know. I mean, I feel as though everything that had, that had happened, like... I just, so that, I just, talk, I just feel like it's, I feel like it's the tentacles that are the important bit. Like it, it made this, <laughs> this form of tentacles with a big gaping mouth to immediately consume him. Like it was the most efficient way to eat him. Like without True. becoming, without becoming Mara, and then like her jaw unhinges and she, he, she eats him. But like even if it was Mara, he <laughs> might be able to like overpower her, right? Like 
he's coming to her to him as Mara, he can fight Mara. But if he's if she's coming to him as a monster, can he fight a monster? And I feel like maybe maybe it was maybe a fear was a part of it to disarm him, you know, to be like, oh, my God, what's this? And like kind of take him back a step. So it like had that that opening to be like, and now I got you. Maybe he was wanting to consume him somehow throughout. Okay, so if Aldrin if Aldrin's wish was to to find Mara, could that be Hmm. Well, actually, um, Aldrin's wish was to revive Vicroll. But I mean, he wanted to find Mara, but he never wished to find Mara. He wished to revive Vicroll. Officially wished, yeah, to find Mara. Yeah, he never officially wished to find Mara because he thought he had found Mara. He thought Mara was speaking to him, guiding to him how to get her out. so like he was completely convinced like this is Mara, not if he was like if he was like oh this is Riven, I wish for Mara to be back and then it would have been like kind of done. Um, but then how? So okay, right? Let's say that's the case. I mean, I I agree with you. I do agree that he didn't wish for Mara because he thought Mara was talking to him. Yeah. But but then, so did he, did Aldrin know that Riven was back? In order, or not back, that Riven was still in the Dreaming City, in order to wish to revive Fickrell. No, no. So how he, did he? He accidentally wished. There's the scene in, um, or there's a card in the Forsaken Prince where he found Fickrell dying. He had uh, multiple golden gun shots in his chest, and he was like. I need to do something. I need to, I need to fix him. And then it's like this intangible voice is like, do you wish it? And he's like, yeah, of course I wish it. Like almost like kind of secondhand, uh, wish like unintentional. He was, he was basically tricked into wishing. That's you know? what I was thinking. I was thinking kind of like, of um, was just kind of a trick. Like you were alluding to earlier. If, if Riven was getting us into the raid so that he could unleash his ultimate curse. Yeah. Once we got exactly. into the raid, we're being, we're being led across these, we're being led with you know breadcrumbs across this trail and ultimately be duped so that he can get to his his next form yeah uh so i actually want to go back a step before we continue Mm. into like raid riven because i want to talk about like uh ahamkara specifically because obviously we've all been like hoping for the day that we get the Amkara. Like, we want mm-hmm. to see the Amkara. We want to fight the Amkara. We want to know more about the Amkara. We've been obsessing about Amkara for four years, and we're finally getting it now, and it's, like, so amazing. And it was it was told to us that they had knowledge, that they knew questions that we didn't even know to ask, or they knew answers to questions that we didn't even know to ask, but they had too great of a price, and so they had to be hunted into extinction. But we were always like, well, what's that price? Like, uh, and that price is that whether whether or not you even make a wish on them, they're mm-hmm. they're there to kill you. They are cruel creatures that feast on your death. They they trick you into into seeing what isn't actually there, so you freely walk into a into your death, and um. 
Ah, was you got it? it. That was it. That was it right there. What? So the, the shape-shifting forms that you're talking about where uh, Riven showed us that they that the Ahamkara can shape-shift. Mm-hmm. And so they're leading you across these breadcrumbs so that they can trick you into your own death because that's wherein lies their power or their bargain. Yeah, that's their ability. That's what they feast on. Like that's how they feed themselves. Okay. That's, that's the cost that they're going to feast on you. Does that in some way resurrect them? No, I don't think so. But the death is a pact. Like that's a, that's a second, that's like the second half of it. The first half is that literally just having an Ahamkara around you is probably going to end in your death. But the second half is, even if you do kill them, now you're fulfilling, like, there's no winning with an Amkara. You can you can let them live and they can kill you, or you can kill them and they can, whatever the next part is. We still don't know part two. We are just, like, kind of figuring out part one. But um, I think the Ascendant Challenge of last week was found in the Garden of Asilia. Asilla. Not, not Asilia. Asilia. Which, um, the Garden of Asila was actually a place of a massacre by an Amkara named, uh, Azarim, who comes to the, the Garden, and Asila is all like, oh, no, you're not allowed here, you're a freaking cruel Amkara, and he's like, come on, like, I never, I never killed any of you, I might have, I might have toyed with you and tricked you, but I never killed anyone, so, like, I'm fine, come on, she's like, fine, today's like a day of celebration, I'll let it slide, and he starts singing with them and making everyone happy. And he, he kind of like, he, he says, uh, And Azarim said to those who knelt and enraptured, Come, let me sing to you of extinction. Let me sing to you of lives lost in beautiful places, O audience mine. Sing with me. Sing. And he kind of like got them to go on like this parade. He just, he told them stories and like made them like just amazed by everything that he knew he just he had them in the palm of his hand and then he leads them um essentially and they did not hear the singing stop they did not hear uh talking about the people who weren't singing like the other awoken around they did not hear the singing stop and they did not hear the bodies dashed against the shore below and they did not see azarim grow or laugh or flee he he makes everyone who's there singing see the the ground in front of them they're in the reef and they're and like lemmings they walk off the cliff they just walked right off the cliff and they they died, died on the shores and so he wait what was the part right after that you said he grew he grew left. from it too so yeah. like is, does that mean like riven is that big because he ate that money like he killed that many and so they had to lock yeah. him up or is it well, is it granting the wish also feeds you? Because like that's that's kind of what he said. Like he's he kind of alluded to it, egg, right? Isn't he still like the egg that he came from? Isn't he still just kind of hanging on to the thing? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, oh there is a so there's a there's a there's something somebody one of the artists posted on ArtStation. Yeah, that's is, what I was thinking of. Yeah. The render of Riven in his in the, form, in the form right now. Yeah, the red form of yeah. Riven, and he is he is 
clambering and wrapped around a giant egg. Egg, yeah, he's sort. straddling the egg. So huh. if that's his egg, is he still in the type of like umbilical form where he's still kind of feeding off some of the egg nutrients until he grows enough to where well, he can go away? He well, was, I don't. He was trapped I don't think, there. I don't think that, that I don't think that artwork is canon. Yeah, I don't either. That's but it. I'm just kind of speculating. What if if he's stuck where he is right now? I mean, because what's what's preventing him from just taking off? Mara wished him. She she made him build an escape unescapable cage and then wished him inside it. Uh, she was really smart about her wishes. She she created the wall of wishes, which made it. She would make her wishes through the wall. And as such, it made it difficult for Riven to, like, twist it to his own desires. It made it, like, very, like, like lawyered it. It lawyered her wishes. <laughs> and so Riven just had to grant her the wish that she wanted. And when she wanted this, this cage that could hold an Amkara, he just had to grant that wish. And then when she wished him inside the cage that could hold an Amkara, he was trapped inside the cage. And so then the Wall of Wishes was built after that? No, the the Wall of Wishes was built, and she used it to trap him. Oh, I see. And now so we actually we can actually make wishes at the Wall of Wishes now, too, which is awesome. Right. Or is the it? Wall of Wishes is like a big calculator, effectively. Yeah. Like what it actually looks like? Yeah. Yeah. The, but even even in its output, it's it, it basically outputs... Well, I mean, I guess I don't know what it outputs, but but, but it outputs things... In such a way that they are, they are completely like mathematical, completely mm-hmm. locked down. So there's no room for interpretation. Like language, you can easily read between the lines. You know, if somebody says, you know, I wish that I was rich. Like, what does that actually mean? Exactly. Like, there's so much room for interpretation. Yeah, right. and the wall of wishes prevents that. Yeah, it's like the old folk tale of catching a leprechaun and it tricks you into wishing for something mm. nefarious or whatever. Yeah. Or even even stories about genies, you know. Yeah, the earlier Monkey's stories paws. about genies. Our mm-hmm. Disney version of genies nowadays don't really line up with the old style, but yeah, I know. Yeah, I saw the old it. ones are pretty tragic. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. It, you, you're right. It's kind of um, it's like the classic. Be careful what you wish for. I did find an old old ancient story. I don't have it in front of me, so I'm not even going to attempt to just destroy it. But there was an old old ancient story of a reptilian figure that people used to make wishes to. Hmm. It was the weirdest thing. It didn't have a lot to it, and I think it was in Are you, um Are you sure you weren't just watching Dragon Ball? Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> was Dragon Ball. <laughs> I'm trying to find, so I don't know if you know um, Lowlines, um, who makes the... Who? Lowlines, the guy no, who I makes the... Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't watching the camera, so I couldn't I couldn't interpret the expression of your... I had a wall of wishes up. That's okay. DestinySets.com, if you ever want to look up... That's uh, Josh awesome Hunt. Place. Yeah, that's and... Josh Hunt. And, Lo- and and lowlines.com are invaluable. No, it's not lowlines.com. It's, it's like lowly, AU. It's, it's lowlydev.com.au. Yeah. Thank you. It's Thank annoying you. to find. I just go yeah. to his Twitter and I just hit the I link do too. Like, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to remember this. <laughs> but anyway, he's been recording all of the... Pilgrimage so, lore? Yeah, the pilgrimage mm-hmm. lore. And there's, there's not really... There hasn't been anything that's like... Groundbreaking. Really changed. Yeah, nothing groundbreaking, but it, it's really... 
it's so good to to yeah. get yeah. yeah to get confirmation of things in the game that are in the lore. from the dialogue yeah yeah but and is i it, was just is it, is it confirmation because it's it, there's such a matter of perspective to it like what does shuro chi actually know because like do they know well, everything because i don't think they do that is you're right but when you were talking about um what's it called uh azarim azarim there is a, a pilgrimage for that particular location which like references it that's awesome yeah, so so one of one of them says dozens of good people died walking over these cliffs. Oh, they were, lu- they were lured to their death by an Ahamkara during a celebration of the solstice. Yeah, those creatures they can turn on you in an instant if you aren't if you aren't wary. That's awesome. But then there's there's different variations of the same recording. So another one says this was the site of a mass murder. An Ahamkara of immense power tricked dozens of civilians into walking right off the edge of these cliffs. We saved none of them. And to our great shame, the Ahamkara, Azarim, he was called, escaped. Um, and I think there's another one as well. But I, w- I won't go through all of them. But it's just... Uh, it makes me... St- I'm, first of all, Ahamkara are in the game. Yeah. Which is amazing. Well, one at least. One at least. But I mean, there's so many... Yeah. The fact that we can... You know, that we, we can... We, Ao's Nest is in the game. What one of, one of the pilgrimage law one of the pilgrimage location is yeah, Ao's nest. nest. Yeah, I saw that. I love that they finally just like were like, yes, of course, Ao's and Amkara. Why are people debating this? And there was like, yeah, like a, like they explicitly were like, Ao Ahamkara, no more, mm-hmm. like no more of this debate. Yeah. So I'll read what one of I, I won't read all of the variations, but um, this bowl was once a nest for Ao. He was a sly little Ahamkara, always laughing, always twining around your legs, whispering lies, saying, I have seen your eyes, O witch mage mine. We never expected him to go bad. Although, to be honest, I think based on the the rest of that sentence, I would have expected him to go bad. But, you know, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm no techie. When 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 Ao was eating sugar, like you have to you have to expect him to be whispering lies as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think something really interesting about Amkara is that they kind of talk about the, the the magic that they use, the, the illusion magic. So, like, you mm. see the reef, and there's all these like really reflective, crystally surfaces, and it's because illusion magic doesn't exactly work with a reflective surface like it shows them as they are so Mm. to like if riven were to be appearing to aldrin in front of a mirror he might like see the mara in front of him but the mirror Mm. would show the voice of riven Mm -hmm. potentially anyway yeah potentially there's something you know that there is another pilgrimage um scan or whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. where it says the reason yeah the reason we have all of these reflective crystals around is so yeah. that we can i can't remember exactly how it's phrased it doesn't say like that they can actually see through the ahamkara's lies it just like assists a, yeah like mirrors kind of help to to kind of see through the through through it a little bit i don't know how that works yeah Gurdon, you're pretty quiet. Is it just your mic, or are you just not speaking up? 
No, I'm just not speaking. All right. I just want to <laughs> just <make> sure. listening. Because <laughs> like I, I everyone I here had... just has such good thoughts. We're just like every now and then I'm just like I'm just like get fascinated by listening to everything. <laughs> yeah, I just heard I just heard like a little like it sounded like a whisper and I was like, oh, is he is he talking and like just like really quiet because I didn't want to be like just talking over you the whole time. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> and so then we we got like a lot of confirmation on Amkara like. Mm-hmm. Mara mentions how there are still Ahamkara bones on Venus whispering. So, like, yeah. with the sealed Ahamkara grasps, it mentions uh, dipping these bones in silver helps with the auditory, auditory hallucinations. hallucinations. Oh, mm. listener mine or oh, bearer mm-hmm. mine, whatever it is. And so it's like, it's it's kind of like that's part of the pact. You have the bones left over. They're still going to talk to you. You still hear them. And we have so many awesome cards now. Um, I think it's from the raid lore. I'm pretty sure. Um, it actually talks about the great hunt. Like it says Mm -hmm. how it says like, like, um, Pradith wished the, the hunt would never end. And they just like kept hunting the, um, over and over. And at the end of it, it had like a little mention of like mm-hmm. a static of intercom and i was like mm-hmm. is is that how he got trapped in the vault of glass mm. like is that oh, his is oh. that his intercom like coming through like that's him trying to talk to him say like don't wish for that like you're screwing yourself yeah, yeah. like trying to get himself out Ooh, that's mm-hmm. a good thought he wished to hunt the Omkar forever, so he got stuck in a world that could make it happen. Yeah. And so he's trying to tell his past self, don't do it. Yeah, like, stop stop wishing for this to go on forever. Because, because like, the Ahamkara, mm-hmm. they they granted that wish, they granted that wish, they granted that wish. He kept wishing it to go on forever. And then they didn't grant it. But then they did grant it in the Vault of Glass. Like, they picked when to grant that wish. Like, because that's how they interpreted it. He didn't say, I wish for this moment of fighting Ahamkara to go on forever. He just said, Mm -hmm. I wish for this to go on forever. So they can say, they can pick the when. Mm. You know, that's how they twisted it. They they screwed him into the Vault of Glass. Yeah. That would be really interesting. uh, It's definitely, uh... Solid in. You guys read that one? Yeah, that was nuts. Mm-hmm. He fucking wished for an actual dragon to fight, and he's going at it with one of those axes. Yeah. Like, that's so awesome. <laughs> fucking solid. Way to go, dude. Dragon killer. Right. <laughs> all of I mean, them we... are, are, are really... I mean... Yeah, they're all kind of crazy, mm-hmm. really. It's hard to believe that we have all of these insights into the Ahamkara hunt when, for like... The past three years, we've had yeah. nothing, hardly anything. Like, remember, um, was it Warlock 2 that said, like, not the brawniest titan, not the whateverest hunter could defeat an Ahamkara. And then it's like, we have this card of Ning trying to just beat the Ahamkara yeah. with brute yeah. force and failing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, literally, not the brawniest titan could defeat mm-hmm. an Ahamkara. Because like they need more than brute force, it just went on forever, and it mm-hmm. it actually attracted the other Ahamkara to the fight. Yeah, it's, like they mentioned, they actually, wanted to feast at the same table. Ugh. That's kind of interesting as well, because what you know, like, obviously warlocks are kind of associated with like knowledge and wisdom, mm-hmm. and um, and it's interesting that maybe maybe. That that's a yeah, it's it's a hundred percent correct that that 
even though the Titans helped, yeah, it's like, well, actually, you're just giving the Ahamkara what they want. Yeah, you're, the, you're feeding them with the fight. Yeah, your desire is to fight. By desiring that, mm-hmm. you are feeding the Ahamkara. Yeah, and yeah. you know the the warlocks. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's it like goes, maybe maybe it it's like a back. mental, a mental mm-hmm. place. It goes yeah. back as far as Salas and Finn. Remember in Destiny One, I always go back to that. Every time a new thing of Ahamkar comes up, I go right. By then, back. it was already too late. Yeah, it just it was amazing that story of 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 a warlock, and it wasn't until his fifth life that the Ahamkar spoke to him, and by then it was too late. The five lives of Albios, and Salas and Fane. I mean, we know there's other Fanes. You know, I mean, it's just like they're building upon this guy that was barely mentioned in D1 mm-hmm. even a little bit so I, he's always been an, an enigmatic character so then the five lives of Albios do you think it was do you think that's exactly what happened like uh, what we just kind of talked about the Ahamkara trick you into your death so yeah. Albios died resurrected Albios died again resurrected so and so to the fifth life and then the Amkara spoke to him, but it was already too late. Like, uh, maybe on his fifth life, he was like, oh, no. Like, I see the trap now. And the Amkara is like, oh, and well. he fought. He fought because we know he had a last stand. Yeah. Like, the Amkara was just like, it's, it's too late for you. Like, you fell into my trap. You're seeing it when you're in my trap. And now you're dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so there's so much good stuff in that story. This, like like even the bond, this bond represents the one thing Albius took with him into the swamp, a single lantern. This hmm. is like what? It would be cool to have a, a a kind of a more swampy location in the game. We mm-hmm. kind of get that with the. Um, I mean Venus, sort of. The swamp. EDZ, the um, the sludge. The, yeah, that area it is, it's, it it's a little yeah. swampy but it's not really swampy i'd like it i'd like like a disgustingly swampy area that'd be awesome well i think i think like okay not a trace of him is left only the swamps of venus remain yeah obviously mm-hmm. venus has swamps but i'm just saying mm-hmm. to actually have that in game would be really cool like yeah. where like most of the area is like you actually like waiting in the water and you can't run as fast because it's so deep with be cool. like muck mm-hmm. i would um, love to go back to venus at some point so yeah. then, uh, let's let's bring up the um, Dennis Emrys, the sparrow, the exotic sparrow with the the little red dragon on it. It's made Wait by. Wait a minute. It's owned. that one. Okay, so before we go down this road, I just want to point something out. Some of the new uh, lore items that came out are blatantly, blatantly referencing mythological, like actual mythological stories. And that one was also probably one of the first blatant mentions of of a whole nother mythological story outside of Destiny. But somehow it's emerged in the in the lore of mm-hmm. Destiny because that has to do with the the Knights of the Round Table and King Arthur. But go ahead because it's pretty oh, cool. I just wanted to say uh, Ariadne Gris is kind of been brought up on charges to the consensus under the speculation that she made a wish on the dragon 
on a on an Amkara to get this super fast sparrow. And like mm-hmm. they're like really concerned about it. They're like, Did you did you find an Amkara and make a wish on that to get this sparrow? Because there's a dragon on that sparrow. And there's like such this like fear about it because like Amkara are so dangerous and then like like um Dead Orbit thinks it's stupid. Ikora Ray thinks it's stupid and like like ever like some people are like uber serious about it because it's like they know how dangerous an Ahamkara is, and other people are like just like oh my god, it's a it's a fucking sparrow. <laughs> but I love I love that um, <laughs> Ikora Ray just that the 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 burn. Obviously, Grizz has not had contact with an Ahamkara. Yeah. How do you know? If she'd had, she'd win SRL more often. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ikora. What is is that? Maybe is that enough proof that she actually had not had contact with an Amkara? Because I guess if you wished for like the fastest sparrow, would you not get the fastest sparrow? Yeah, and then it's just people wishing against each other's wishes. And then, um, so uh, Tallulah Fairwind, right? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. was the first, um, was the first hunter vanguard from right? It was uh, Tallulah, Fairwind, Osiris, and Saint Fourteen. Yes. And so then we actually have uh, the bow from the raid, the Tyranny of Heaven, which uh, apparently Tallulah was in like playing blackjack with. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a fucking Amkara that appeared to her as like a grandma and it, it, it's it's left so open um I'll just I'll just read basically she loses and she's also playing with her friend uh Caliban 8 don't do this Lula you don't don't you leave me here I can't do it the cards went down she'd lost the hunter vanguard tossed her bow to the exo as the ahamkara came around the table to collect his winnings. A dares a dares, man. Good luck. She didn't scream. Wouldn't have been dignified. Like what the hell happened? Yeah, she got taken. She was. I mean, she got killed. Like, she was consumed by that ahamkara. I don't it. know. I don't know. I'm not sure if that's what happened. But that's an, you don't think the, so? the flavor text is it was she that inspired me to imagine your destruction, O jailer mine. So like mm-hmm. what what is this? Did did Tulula like well, capture Caliban, an Ahamkara? Caliban got to walk away from that. Yeah, Caliban walked away from it. And it almost sounds like Caliban became the next Hunter Vanguard. But he no, was also I, in the Sabbathin's mission when we went to go save him and he got killed. Was that Caliban eight? Yeah, I know it was Taiko three. No, it's well, Taiko three, but I don't. And remember Caliban. Caliban. No, that was the name of the fire no, team. No, the, the Taliban. Called... No. Ca- Caliban Tal- wasn't called Taliban. That's a different <laughs> thing. Don't confuse the two. Wow. Oh. My. I'm sorry. Fire team Taliban. <laughs> wait, uh... wait. No, Caliban was in the in the mission, wasn't he? I don't think so. He was here, the one had here. the distress call. And but Taito, he, he Taito is, was going he to is an, He is an alternative no. interpretation. He's, he's of not, this though. Entry. All right, all right. I don't okay, know. so an alternative interpretation of this entry. It says a dare is a dare. We know that there were at least two guardians. One of them was a hunter. I expect both of them were hunters, to be honest. Yeah. I think that... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Caliban somebody became... made it. 
the next. No, no. This is when Tallulah became the Hunter Vanguard. This we're is her losing the, the dare. The bargain. I mean, the dare was the... But what? You think that's how the, the Hunter Vanguard was originally created? <laughs> Don't Maybe. Don't do this. No. Okay, <laughs> okay wait. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying it's an alternative <laughs> interpretation. Okay. Because, like, I, I don't think an Ahamkara consuming a guardian would result in Caliban being like, eh, oh well, see you later. Like, okay, so the and, and so this isn't this isn't a scream because she's being eaten. This is a scream because now she is a hunter who has to stay in the tower, which is like worst case scenario for a hunter. I think many hunters would rather be eaten. Uh, that's probably true. I, I could see that reading this like entry. I could see that so, being true. Why is it so horrible for somebody to be a mentor in the tower? Because they're all introverts. <laughs> is the tower I mean, purgatory for no? But guardians? but at the same like for the, hunters. No, no, not not for guardians. Like the the. the the difference between, you know, like your stereotypical Titan mm-hmm. wants to be in an army. Your yeah, stereotypical Yeah, your stereotypical warlock wants to research things and learn be about in a library. The world. Yeah. Your stereotypical hunter wants to be out in the wild on um, their own learning, you know, like like being a hunter, being an individual. Like mm-hmm. individuality is so important. It, it, it's, it. it's more important to a hunter than to to other classes. That's not I to say it. that they don't they don't appreciate individuality. It's just to say that it's a it's a core part. It's the it's one of the most important parts of being a hunter. Yeah. Um, so actually, from the uh, the man they called Cade Showdown, uh, mm-hmm. the first challenge of honor between those who'd one day call themselves hunter. Was it the Tovel Valley Jump, the Shade Runner's mm-hmm. Sprint, the Moonlight Draw, Kuba Soul's Last Stand, the Great Scourge Hunt, the Lesser Scourge Hunt? No <laughs> one knows. I sure as heck don't. So he kind of lists off a bunch of possible firsts, which seems really weird. You'd think they would know their own history. Like, there, there's all these... Yeah. I'm not surprised. Apparent. But, like... If they know Tallulah is the first, they should know what mm-hmm. Tallulah's dare was, right? But equally, like, the, the hunters want to kind of build up their own mythology about themselves. They, do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's quite possible that if Tallulah, now, obviously, this is all just a theory. I'm not saying that is what happened, but well, if... A famous titan did it, too. If the, if the, um... <laughs> If this was the first dare, would she want people to know that that was how she lost? She lost in a game of cards with Caliban and an Ahamkara? But, like, that's... I'm kind of saying that to support your point, because mm. the consensus wouldn't want that. Mm-hmm. So they would have covered that up. But, so, it says, don't do this, Lula. Don't leave me here. I can't do it. That's Caliban talking. So it sounds like the dare was Caliban's dare, not Tallulah's dare. Mm. Like, the dare was, I can beat an Amkara in a game of cards. And Caliban's like, no, I can fucking beat him. And Tallulah lost, Caliban won, or other way around, mm. I guess. He won, 
but in winning he lost <laughs> you know kind of yeah. like how Cade won that Cade and Andal went up against uh, against Tanix and even though Cade won he had to become the vanguard because Andal died in the process yeah that's possible and and he says a dare's a dare man good luck kind of mocking him like good luck being the vanguard you know yeah so I think that's like that seems very possible. Yeah. 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 That's that's all. Yeah. I was gonna say it could be moonlight draw though, draw cards. Mm. If if this is the first moonlight draw, could have been this. Eclipse across the table, Moonlight draw. What game they're playing? Hand of cards, 20, it crooned as it raised the stakes. She saw Caliban's eye sensors dilate. The game oh, well, had started... In. Yeah. All in's poker. Yeah, but 20? I don't know. That's true. Well, no, but that could just be the... That could just be the... That's blackjack. No, but that could just be the number of chips that she was... That the Ahamkara was um, putting in. 20 it crooned as it raised the stakes. I don't know enough about cards to have this conversation. Like, obviously, in, in Blackjack, you know, you want to get 20. closest to 21. Yeah. But you don't say all in in... You don't yeah, say call, poker. and you don't say all in in, yeah, in Blackjack. Hold'em has yeah. a river of three cards in the middle, but then it's still not 20. There's no significant number in 20. But that could, is that not just the number it of could chips? Be, it could be the bet. It could be the bet. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it could be. She says 20. He says call. She says all in. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, no. It was, I'm going to raise 20. I'm going to call the raise. And mm-hmm. I'm going to go all in now. And I love the level of detail that we're going into on the game of cards. <laughs> yeah. I think the... So, I'm going to say on a different, slightly different topic... I would actually love if this entry was about a hunter becoming the new vanguard just because of the rest of the I'm like positive like text. But it's like, so think about like, so the first one is tyranny of heaven. And the other one is it was she that inspired me to imagine your destruction. Oh, jailer mine. Yeah. Like, I feel like that'd just be great. I feel like when you think of like destruction of like, Oh, you have to now go to the tower or like yeah. tyranny of heaven it's like you have to go sit in the tower which is like heaven to guardians but it's like the tyranny of the heavens like you have to go deal with that yeah it's like it makes it a little sweeter <laughs> oh. Sad. so that would be pretty funny if the hunter dare was actually created by an ahamkara mm. like that was an idea mm. dude that would be crazy like somebody yeah bargain any hunter <laughs> would be so messed up. I wonder if that's something that Ahamgar could feed off of. Like, okay, you're making a dare with another hunter. It's like I wonder if that's something that it's like because someone's losing, someone's winning. Yeah, somebody has so a kind of like somewhere. a winner. Yeah. It's like you got the title to the car. <laughs> yeah. So there's some Ahamgar out there that's dead that's just like using this, <laughs> just screwing with hunters. Be fantastic. So that's horrible. Um. I think I think it's it's also um, important to kind of timeline the Great Hunt, right? Yeah. Uh, so the Great Hunt wasn't just Guardians. It seems it seems like the Reef had also. If you look at um, the exotic armor 
uh, Oathkeeper, it talks about how the Reef were actually also hunting um, uh, the Ahamkara. It's talking about Shiraido. Uh, this was on her body, Your Grace, how she was found dead. Um, and I'm assuming it was the arms, which the exotics are. Uh, and her bow, gone. Hugin, Munin, which are the two skulls that are in the Dreaming City. Uh, the Ahamkara are dead, and their bones are silent. But Petra has who? A Corsair recently titled Child. So, like, it's just talking shit about Petra. Um, so, a Corsair. She just became a Corsair. This is even before she's the Queen's Wrath. So that means it's also before the Reef Wars, which it then uh, even further verifies. Our spies in the House of Judgment tell us the wolves plan to attack Hygieia next. I love Shore, but as I love all we have lost, and I grieve her, but if we divert our attention now to vengeance against an unknown enemy... So it's kind of saying something... Oh, actually... Well, that does, does that mix... So this is saying that... Something else killed them. That's my bad. So before the Reef Wars, something killed Shoraido, Hugin mm-hmm. Munin, and Hugin and Munin, the Amkara, to the extent that even their bones weren't talking. So, you know, could this be, you know, we, we, we learned, now we're going off on a, on a tangent now, but could this be the Ephelian? Maybe. I'm kind of, I'm kind. That's kind of where I'm going with this now. Yeah, some so unknown just, just to, power. Just to give some context, because I don't know if this has been. I haven't seen anybody really talking a lot about the Ophelian anywhere, um, but there are a couple of. Um, I don't know if there's if there's any law entries, but there are a couple of pilgrimages. Yeah. That, that talk about the um, Ophelian. Um, for lore entries, uh, oh, actually, I'm pretty sure there's like one or two. Oh, I just looked it up. Yeah, so there's this there's this Bamberger lore entry. Yeah, which seems to be like a a record of an Aphelian attack on the reef. Wait, wait, wait! Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I gotta I gotta interrupt you. It starts with mm-hmm. money sign, then it drops it drops a line. Money sign. Copy Bamberger Orin R C L J N three Y J P Y. Q79YER. Paladin Orin, every time he has ever been brought up, it was speaking in code. It's speaking in mm-hmm. code. Yeah. So, mm. you can continue now. I just want to make that clear. Like, people people listening, people watching, go to the card Bamberga from the book Dreaming City. Look for a code in here. There might be something. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. I'm currently just trying to find a code. <laughs> I, should, I should continue. I should continue what I was saying. I yes. apologize. So yeah, there is this this other enemy, and we have absolutely no idea what it is that that they are. Well, so one of the things that um, the that... outermost reaches of space, Aphelion. Hmm. Interesting. So one of the things that um, Shuro Chi says, I, I don't have it have it to me, but um, she says that the Tekians have weaknesses to certain enemies. Mm-hmm. The, the Taken and the Aphelian. And we know that we have records that show that the Aphelian attacked and they killed some Tekians. So 
Yeah, maybe maybe they have powers to also silence Ahamkara bones. Hmm. But saying that, Hunan and Mugen, you, we can't talk to them now. Yeah, but is that to say that they weren't talking? Like something happened and they're like, hmm. about it? Well, Mara did help kill all the Ahamkara except Riven. Like she did. She? did. Yeah, so I there's know that one of the Harris... cards called The Greaves of the Great Hunt. Um, and it says the queen was glad to help them clean the mess if it meant Riven would be the last living Ahamkara. Oh, yeah, Our yeah, yeah, right. unique yeah. power more so. So I could see, like, like they had Hugin and Munin, and then they went silent after they saw Marasov help slaughter their kind, pretty much. Because mm. uh, I know Eris, uh, Eris partook in the Great Hunt, and she was fighting with of oh yeah so the great hunt actually also happened before uh twilight gap that was part of what i wanted to say because there's um one of the great hunt entries it's zavala and eris looking at Shax, who is like sitting with the amkara skull on his lap and he's kind of like talking to it kind of like nurturing it like saying goodbye to it so zavala was considering going to comfort Shax to say like hey are you all right so like they're, they they haven't spoken to each other, like they haven't been in the same room or no, shit, right? No, no. Zavala, Zavala and Shaks don't have a, a problem with each other. It's Saladin and Shaks. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it doesn't it, doesn't it kind of carry to Zavala as well? I di- I didn't think so. Maybe that's just my interpretation. At the very least, it's before the Great Disaster because it Eris is definitely is still before there. the Great Disaster. I don't. I struggle with it if it's before Twilight Gap, and. Guardians didn't find out about the reef until Twilight Gap. How did Marasov get involved in the Great Ahamkara Hunt? They must have known about the reef because of the. I Awoken. think there are things that show that they were that people did know about the reef because yeah. yeah, with all the Awoken come back, the Awoken know of the reef. So yeah, as soon as the Awoken started showing up on Earth, they knew about the reef. I think it's Plus that no one knew where the reef was out in the solar system. There were plenty of dead orbit scouts running about trying to find stuff. I mean, even the famous A one one three card about the mm-hmm. dead orbit scout finding a place that, you know, mm-hmm. he said strike it from the records or you know go tell them strike us from the records. Blah blah blah. So, I mean, they knew of things. There was shit. mentions of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like, I but, think they knew of the reef. I think it was more about not knowing where the reef was. But that is a mm-hmm. good point because Eris, Eris lost her light during the Great Disaster or post Great Disaster, mm-hmm. and she has her light here during the Great Hunt. So the the Great Hunt definitely happened before the Great Disaster. Yes, I would agree with that a hundred percent. Huh. Was the Great Disaster before? Uh, that was before Twilight Gap. So I feel like it could. I mean, it's not confirmed, but it could be assumed a little bit that the Reef Wars happened relatively soon after the Great Ahamkara Hunt. Because if Mara, did, if it was because of that, that Munin and Hunin were silent, that means Mara pretty much pissed them off by hunting down the Ahamkara, which would have been right before the Reef Wars. They were right in the middle of the reforms when they well, when that cards brought up. What killed Sure Ido, Hugin, and, and Munin, though? Like that's that's the question. It's something killed all three of them. Mara wouldn't be happy if someone has killed Sure Ido. Like, 
Maybe they were just in the right place at the wrong time. Yeah, but... Well, there's a card where it's like Eris is tell- talking to the queen saying, like, like don't trust the Ahamkara. Like, you need to murder them or stay away from them. Yeah, so not maybe like Riven. Yeah. So Mara might have or Hugen killed, Munin. like, had the, the Awoken kill Hugen Munin, like, all the Ahamkara in the reef besides Riven. Because her yeah. plan was to have Riven be the last Ahamkara. But that's what I'm saying. Shiraido died with Hugen and Munin. So, who killed the three of them? When did that take place? That took place, Hugen and Munin died before the Reef Wars. So the question is, did the Great Hunt happen before the Reef Wars as well? But you know, it's interesting that a strange, like the, a strange coin lay at the center of Abra's outstretched palm. Like, is that a strange coin or is it a strange coin where where are you reading that? In Oathkeeper, the 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 second line. After, well, a strange coin lay at the. This was on her body, Your Grace. A strange coin lay at the center of Abra's outstretched palm. Mara took it between thumb and forefinger and held it up to the cosmos with dainty contempt. I feel like that that sounds like it's probably an actual like strange coin because the strange coin would know her attached to the nine and to have her say like with dainty contempt that kind of sounds like the coin is from something so it sounds like it could be attached to the nine that she does not have a great relationship with hmm. when you were talking about um you were talking about the bamberga mm-hmm. lore uh anon and you were mentioning how that's in scripted code was that yeah it might be i don't i don't after looking through it, I'm not seeing anything. So this would be the first instance of Oren not um, triggering a code. Yeah, but at the end, the the part where it says money sign delete a p h e l dot r e l. Um, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I just want to quickly just like go back to Oathkeeper because it. Um, Mara calls the coin uh, Word Guild, Wear Guild, which yep. is um, yep. Wear Guilt. <laughs> um, that that pops up twice in in the lore. Yeah, yeah. It, they say there's no Wear Guild for uh, killing an immortal. Um, essentially, if property was stolen or someone was injured or killed, the guilty person would have to pay Wear Guild as restitution to the victim's family or the owner of the property. So Based whoever killed... Yeah, whoever killed Shiraido, Hugen, and Munin also paid. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it's not just, like, accidentally there. It's like they're saying, this is our compensation for it, which makes it kind of sound like the Nine. That, you know, like they would have done that. Can we talk about the nine? Or is that going off on too much of a tangent, given that we were... We are kind of reaching the end of the show. Like, I don't want to get too deep into it. There's just so much much to talk about when we're we're talking about... um, Like, we're just, like, figuring it all out as we're going, really. Maybe so will this be? We can talk about the nine a little bit because I feel as though. Yeah. No. Let's let's get into the nine. Yeah. What do you got to say? What What have I got to say? Yeah. I. I'm. I'm confused 
about the nature of the nine and like are, are the nine awoken doesn't seem to be that was i mean there are a couple things that make it this, i feel like this is getting back into like the mara savathun thing where it's mm. like it could likely not be true but there is stuff that kind of makes it feel like you you can make a case that it is true but it might but it's kind of more like spin foily where there's some stuff that makes it feel like the nine could be the nine awoken that we're missing from distributary yeah, that's what that's what I originally thought when I saw that they had forty thousand nine hundred people and only forty thousand eight hundred and ninety one came through. Like, why? Why that number? That is way too specific. And then um, and I think you just have a, just a touch you have on several it. Several oranges. Oh, uh, sorry. Just to touch on it really quick, since we're actually saying that, uh, Captain Tex, uh, Captain Kex believes it's actually the uh, Antias Ward uh, rig, whatever. Um, exotic boots that kind of hints at who the nine are it says like how each planet has its own kind of Energy. cosmic identity there's Space hippies yeah there's um there's a mercura form a luna form or whatever form. yeah venusia form terraform um mm-hmm. and they mention there's eight of them of course or i guess nine like it says it's something if like you that. count pluto as yeah. the ninth planet yeah so well, I mean, but there's a card that shows that the nine are actually only five. I think. Yeah, there's only five left, and they say that yeah. the other ones are going to come back. So, who? It might even it might even not that be might it might even be that it's not that the four have left, but just they are no longer taking part in the discussions. You know, like yeah. You know what I mean. So, if. Okay, that's actually a good argument for Kex's point then, because if there's four left, I was looking at it. Then who are the five? Like there's there's Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. That's only four. Mm. But what if it's the other way? Mm-hmm. Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars are the only four planets we've actually gone on. So what if it's Pluto, uh, Uranus, uh, Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune, Neptune? What if those are the five left because the other ones are still in the light? Hmm. But equally, I mean, you know, the reason that Pluto is not classed as a planet is because it's there are plenty of other planets in the in the planetoids, planetoids in the solar larger. system. Yeah. So, like, maybe Pluto isn't isn't one of them. I mean, it doesn't really change the argument. Hmm. But like, you know, why not Nessus? Nessus seems to be well, okay, so know. anyway, the, that card, I think just, it, I think it just, as far as that item goes, it goes back to um, the old, old argument of what is, what is the, uh, you know, because doesn't it say like, what are the nine, you know, and, and if you look at the, uh, the records from a long time ago, what, and what is it? Legends 2, Legends 2 is what it always pulls up for me. Legends 2 has mm-hmm. all the different theories of what are the nine. And I think that's just one of the, the theories of all the different t- people's interpretations of yeah. the nine. And they've kind and of the talked about that, too. Destiny. Like, they've, yeah, they've so referenced the, another... the ghosts that came back and stuff. And, like, there's, there's like, things like that where it starts to was, make sense. Here was always my assumption is that that Legends 2 card is is true in a way because if you read every one of them i used to think that each one of them might have been the secret to what is the nine so which one is it which which one is it well as as the years have gone by i've just assumed that 
all of the definitions they have for the nine are true in a way and it's more meta than we thought so like for instance when you talk about the ahamkara shape-shifting and you talk about what are they well there's no real defining character i mean there's no real def definition for it the nine are kind of synonymous that way they have their own what well, it depends on who you're asking you know who mm -hmm. what are the nine it depends on who's telling you what the nine are the nine can be a deep orbit war mind who weathered the collapse the nine could be uh, ancient leviathan intelligences the nine could be mysterious transmissions you know i mean it's just on and on and on well they could be all of that yeah so kind of a thought i just had which is very spin foil um so when going back to the whole history of the awoken like we have the nine awoken that are missing from the tributary so what if mara was not the only first one to awake and there was 10 of them that awoke and Mara decided that she wanted to create the distributary to guide the Awoken to get them back to Earth to save them. And the other nine that woke with her first decided that they want to go off and be the nine, essentially. They wanted to be another cosmic entity and become gods like the Awoken wanted hmm. to. And what started the, the Theologian War was they thought that they should be gods. Yeah, so what if ten of them awoke one. and nine of them decided to go, go be gods and Mara said, no, I'm going to stay and create this world yeah, that would, be the, that would be the first. That's kind of, of um, mm -hmm. that's kind yeah. of like uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, <laughs> they're like the Templars are like, oh, we all want to be gods, and then one guy's like, nah, fuck you, I'm making the assassins. They're the same. Yeah. They're the same people. Yeah, they're all the same. Yeah, because we see Mara constantly has a like some form of relationship with the Nine, and we have no idea like how that came about or where it's from. So yeah, I feel like exactly. that'd be a really interesting like twist on the story yeah. that would make the awoken a bit more interesting is if the nine were like the nine that awoke with mara and decided that they wanted to go be gods so, i think yeah, that's the, a good the point fi the fifth the fifth line of the of the nine grimlock card is the nine of the firstborn awoken and yeah. their minds now race down the field lines of the jupiter eye or flux tube so I don't, I don't know about that last part but yeah i mean i I'm not sure. I think that would be like, to me, that's like, they chose to ascend. Like, they chose to ascend to a higher plane of existence. So their minds are racing down. Like, so they've kind of gone into a new plane of existence where Mar decided to stay on this plane. Mm -hmm. So, so like, think about the Legends 2 card because we get so many different interpretations of what the nine are. That means we're having essentially nine different perspectives. We have nine different people saying nine different things. Mm -hmm. It's possible that some of those people are awoken it's possible that some of those people were there in the distributary it's possible that some of those people were higher ups in the distributary it's possible that some of those people knew mara personally and were very close to her and maybe they overheard something they shouldn't have maybe maybe they knew um alice lee maybe alice lee was like there are nine other people who weren't here and Mara was the first. Like, maybe Alice Lee knew she wasn't the first. She's like, I wasn't the first. Mara was the first. And there are nine other that are missing that we couldn't call back. Maybe maybe there's something, like, going on. Like, there's there's conspiracy within the reef. And people are actually understanding that, that Mara's up to something. And I could see that card, I think, probably from, like, a game development standpoint. That was most likely... Bungie going, okay, we don't know what the nine are, but we want to establish them as mysterious. So we're going to put this in here and kind of like 
this allows us to play with what they're actually going to become. Because oh, that's yeah, like, that even is. Awoken history has changed a lot. So it's I, like, it could just be like, okay, we're going to throw this out there and like, we can kind of work on that later. I, I kind like, of disagree. These are kind of what we're having ideas, but. Well, I, I think. I, I know. Sorry, you go, you go on. Yeah, I just want to say this really fast because I know like with Destiny 2, a lot of people felt like, all right, so I guess Bungie, uh, I, I heard someone like refer to it as like, they believed that Bungie had like this great Bible of everything that's going to happen in destiny and then when destiny 2 came out it kind of felt like maybe there isn't one because it's kind of felt like they didn't know what they were doing and everything just shifted but i feel like there are bullet points that they've kind of locked in like yeah. they had this idea of who the nine are they have this idea of what uh, what ahamkara are they have this idea of you who the, the awoken are who the dark or the darkness is a bit of a different one because they kind of admitted they were like well we didn't really know what we wanted the darkness mm-hmm. to be and i feel like they meant that kind of like metaphorically like they didn't yeah. really they they kind of approached it where like everything's the darkness but not actually everything and then they were like oh that's actually a bit of a mistake we shouldn't we shouldn't have said that we shouldn't they 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 painted in black and white and then they realized how that was bad and they were like we need some right. grays in here and mm-hmm. i think that's what they meant by we didn't know what we wanted the darkness to be not literally they had no idea what the darkness was because they've been building up they've kind of had this line that has continuously built up the darkness without contradiction it's always been it's been growing and it's not Mm -hmm. been like saying oh well now i have no idea i've been like oh i'm getting a further understanding and i mean Mm -hmm. like not, not to like brag or anything but like Back in Destiny 1, I was saying the Ahamkara were shapeshifters. So, like, to see that come to fruition now, it's like, there's been this kind of feeling. Yeah, they have, have, I completely agree that there's probably not, they haven't written everything in advance. Absolutely, not everything, but there's bullet points. Yeah, there there is definitely a direction that they're moving in, and, you know... I even think certain things like, you know, um, or bear a mine, for example, mm-hmm. that has always been, even, even since the very early days of destiny one, that has always been a phrase associated with Ahamkara. Yeah. They decided the books, it, they locked it in and they kept it yeah. going. And the books of sorrow kind of threw a bit of a spanner in the works, mm-hmm. but it didn't change the fact that this phrase is still associated associated with Ahamkara. Yeah. And now, we, now, in this expansion, we see it all the time. And I think that's a really good example of something that that, that, was, that was clearly a bullet point that has been expanded upon yeah. over time. And they, I think, they use it to, like, they, they, they planted the seed of O-Bearer-Mine or O-whatever-Mine of mm-hmm. this is Ahamkara. So then when they really want to mess with us, they, they put that in. And we're like, mm-hmm. whoa. Well, that's Ahamkara. Why? Why is Kalis saying that? Like, why is that associated with him? Why? Why is that associated with Oryx? And we're like snapping to these decisions, mm-hmm. and they're toying with us like that. Mm-hmm. Like, like is Oryx being controlled by Ahamkara? No, he's not. He's being controlled by the worms, and the worms aren't Ahamkara. They're whatever the worms are. You know, I I personally think the worms are Ahamkara, but I'm saying Bungie can use that device mm-hmm. to trick mm-hmm. us. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't. I would say that, that that when we first learned about the worms, I said, yeah, the worms are Ahamkara. And I think there are definitely similarities between well, whatever whatever Zol was yeah. and yeah. whatever Riven 
is, is or is. was. Yeah. Like there, there is definitely a connection there. It almost. And, yeah. No, go on. Sorry. Yeah, I, I think, you know, it, it is like there are so many pieces of the puzzle that are coming together, and there is still room for different, like, solutions to that puzzle. You know, which is good. Mm. We, we I, I would hate to just, just be suddenly given all of the answers. Yeah. What I feel as though. Minutes. Yeah, and like 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 Bun- Bungie have a map, maybe not a maybe not down to the nearest like s- smallest detail, but they have a map of where we are going. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I think I think the last the last three or four years have definitely demonstrated that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, there's been a lot, and like what was it like in in like the first couple months we got the the cloak of the sixth rain, and mm-hmm. we've only ever known Mara, and it's like we're kind of in this like presentation of Mara being the only queen ever. Like it's going back to their earliest history in house of wolves with the maraid. And we're like, okay, well it's still Mara. Like what, why is mm-hmm. it maraid? Like what's up with this? Like how long has Mara been here? Where are the other five Queens? And now we're finally seeing the awoken mm-hmm. are like immortal beings. And there were five Queens before Mara and Mara is the last and true queen of the Reefborn awoken. Mm-hmm. So it's just, mm-hmm. um, it's pretty cool. Hint, yeah. There are little hints too that the, the they like the to toy hive, with us. That's all I'm the saying. The hive, the hive, and the um, Ahamkara are kind of doing something like that thing I posted on Twitter when I was just like, "What is this?" When you can see that the hive lock that they have on that one, you know, mm-hmm. mysterious door. Yeah. The the little keypad and their their glyphs match up and line up with what the awoken have. On yeah, the the wall of wishes. Yeah, what is going on there? I I think that's like Bungie tricking us again. Like we see mm-hmm. the format and they're like, oh, let's lo- let's use that format for this lock. That'll that'll mm-hmm. mess with them. That'll that'll make them. Because uh, Z even tweeted out uh, that that gif about the the is this a bird with the butterfly meme. Not the gift, yeah. I said gift. And it was like Destiny players. Is this a puzzle? Like literally at everything we're going, what does this mean? And it was like immediately after she tweeted that, that the lock was found and the wall of wishes was found. And it was like, oh, wow. so it was almost like she knew it was about to happen. And she was just like, I'm mm-hmm. just going to get on this. Now. Yeah. <sighs> what do you say? You want to wrap it up here? Yeah. Yeah, good, I think good we should. Point to stop. We've, we've reached a, a natural stopping point. And I know, like, I've, I, I like that we kind of brought it back to the nine because we kind of started with the nine, and I was saying how I, remember I was saying <laughs> the nine are Amkara. Like, I was leading in with the nine are Amkara, and now I'm like leaving it with the nine are not Amkara. The nine are clearly <laughs> the Awoken. And I'm sure at the next expansion, I'm like, okay, the nine are not Amkara or Awoken. They're actually War Minds, and it's gonna. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just we'll slowly work our way through the list. Yeah, maybe add some new ones on there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can we just say everything is everything? Yeah. So, what do you guys want to talk about next week? I don't know. I mean, it's not like we talk about the nine too much this time. (laughs) It's not like we stay on topic. Pretty good. So. We we stay we stayed on topic this time with a direct anything that was not on topic is a direct connection to our topic. So <laughs> we bounced around we a lot did. with Amkara and other can things. We, can we just talk real second? What in the world is going on with that ornament that nobody's found yet for the uh, what is it? The fusion rifle from the raid that looks like Zer's face. What with the tentacles sticking out? Well, does it though? 
It does. <laughs> what? Yeah. Link it, link it, link it somewhere because oh I need so to see crazy. it. Is it concept art or is it like actually yeah. in the game? Well, we haven't found the ornament in the game yet. So, so maybe it's his concept art and it doesn't exist. Yeah, maybe. But my God, I mean, like, I know there are people out there that will say if Bungie made it, it's canon, but that's not no, true. No, but, you know, that's the point of the show. We're loose canon, so yeah. we're just trying to speculate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Emphasis on the loose. <laughs> this, yeah. this is definitely some loose canon right super here. Le- super loose. It, it might be good to... Oh, I just Googled images a thousand... Was it thousand voices? Thousand voices is a new fusion rifle. Yeah, yeah, so it's the Thousand Voices ornament. I just googled that, and it's loads of Christmas ornaments, which I, I, I've <laughs> been surprised at, really. <laughs> Destiny. I would love to talk about... Did you see the, the video recently? Somebody found Callum's grave. Really? Callum's grave? I found Shirado's yeah. grave. grave. No, Ca- Callum's grave in, is in the Ascendant Realm. This week, and no, now, I thought wasn't that is it in the Senate world or was it in the strike? I thought they found it in the strike. Oh, maybe it was in. I don't know, but it's in it's in the ascendant realm. Um, the I corrupted was, strike has a lot of yeah, it was ascendant the, realm. It was the yeah. strike. I think okay, it's a, maybe it was the strike. But um, yeah, there's a there's a video somebody shared on the the Ishtar Collective Discord earlier, and it is. Don't plug that. I'm gonna plug whatever <laughs> I like. Um, and it was, it's kind of like there's a, there's an, a shadow of a guy with a white, like a shadow on a wall, which is the name of the grimoire of the law entry where Caldum is killed. That's artifacts and old friends. Oh, sorry. You're right. There is another one called shadow on the wall. Yeah, there is. But that's not where Callum died. Um, what is that one about? Fake news. Yeah, essentially, it's like it's a middle, like it's a place where it's just all of a sudden you have, um, like there's just a shadow against a giant rock. No, shadow, shadow on a wall is the one where Callum. Oh yeah, artifact and old friends is when he found out about Callum. You're right. Yeah. So, apology accepted. So there's this <laughs> shadow on the wall, and there's like a white hole where his where his heart would be, and on the ground there is like a broken ghost. How the hell does that make sense, though? I have no idea. Are you idea. telling Why me that that, be... that Shin went into no, the Ascendant Realm? No, I'm not. But what? But the thing is, people don't build architecture in the Ascendant Realm. Like, why? Why are Why are parts of the Dreaming City in the Ascendant Realm? Like, that doesn't really make sense. Because they did. Because someone was just playing around in the map. <laughs> well, no, okay, because... okay, sorry, okay. <laughs> but because that's kind that's of like... how the Ascendant Realm is kind of like a parallel world on top and they used mm-hmm. the ascendant realm to make what they they made like they kind of like pulled from each other to like piece together the dreaming mm-hmm. city mm-hmm. it is a really weird thing to see in the ascendant realm though because it's not something that you're just playing around with like it's very like unique so i could yeah. see it being like it, it's, it could be something we, but like yeah. i guess maybe what we could talk about next time is like the the relationship between the, the renegade and the drifter and mm. the shadows of yore since That'd i feel as though do you want to do that next week i don't know well okay, i would say either that episode. or like yeah like next episode i would say either do like that where the drifter would be a good one or the other one would be like mars solve specifically that was what you just suggested 
No, that's I, I'm agreeing. Yeah, it's like I'm yeah, agreeing. Said, like the drifter would be said a good either, one. You said either that or the drifter or Marasov. Like either that yeah. or that or Marasov. This that's whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm bad at talking, so <laughs> yeah. But I think it's like either like either the drifter that story or continuing with this and kind of talking about Marasov and her plan. Mm. All right. Well, in two weeks, count them two. That is, um, that's actually October. Time to get spooky. Uh, mm. On October seventh, we'll be back and we'll be talking about something awesome. Woohoo! And it's probably going to involve a lot of Amkara and the Nine. Probably. Like, what doesn't these days? I know. It's just. It's all we can. <laughs> it's all we can focus on. Yeah. It's all just a giant lie from the Amkara. It's I a mean, giant conspiracy. There is there is kind of an issue here. Um, mm. Loose cannon is made of entirely hunters. Mm. And I run Way of a Thousand Cuts. Mm. Likewise. Like, why would you not? And Rhino? Same here. Yep. Ba- uh, Guardian? Nope. I like my, my invisibility. Mm. All right. So then clearly Guardian's the only non-Amkara. <laughs> <laughs> We should kill him. <laughs> He's already dead. Bye. No, I'll just be the Bye, new Hunter Vanguard and suffer. Yeah, Bye. that's that's a great idea.